So what happened next? Lydia looked up from her book. Danielle was approaching her, carrying two snifters of brandy, one in each hand. Lydia put the book down on the table beside her and accepted one of the glasses from Danielle. She sniffed it. It's just brandy, isn't it? She asked. I wouldn't ruin a good Napoleon cognac with GHB or anything crass like that, Danielle replied. Though in our line of work, that is always a risk. Dash. Lydia let the aroma of the brandy fill her sinuses. Ye gods, that's a bouquet and a half, she said. Breathtaking. Aren't you going to describe it? Cold tar with a hint of saddle polish, anything like that? Lydia took a sip. Nectar, she replied. She looked at Danielle. I'm not a fancy, pretentious connoisseur. Me neither, Danielle replied. Here's to the successful conclusion to another operation. They clinked their brandy bulbs and sipped gently. Danielle watched Lydia as she sat, brooding, idly swirling the brandy about in the snifter. Penny for your thoughts? Have I been too hasty bringing in and activating Charlie? Lydia asked Danielle. No, Danielle replied. She is a well-primed pump, and her activation came at just the right time. And her debut was wonderful. No personal sexual contact, Lydia said. The clients can look, but not touch. Not for the first year as an asset, no, Danielle responded. So Mel settled in happily as sleepy team leader, Lydia said. And Charlie? She's a born facer, Danielle replied. As a matter of fact, I'd like to hire her. Summer break is coming up, and I'd like her to work with me. On assignment? Stagehands, general dog's bodies, assistants, Danielle said. I'll give them training and pay them well. Them? Her, Anita, and Rose, Danielle replied. They are an inseparable team. Okay, Lydia said. I had thought of bringing at least Rose and Anita here and having them work above ground in reception while you work Charlie as your agent, but if you want them all, I'm not going to argue. That's the other thing, Danielle said. I want to give them as broad a range of experiences as possible. They're going to be working two day jobs over the summer, the work one, and the fun one. And the third one we don't discuss, Lydia said. Assets of the unity. We'll have assignments for them all, soon enough, Danielle replied. Best to keep them all busy until we need to activate Anita and Rose for the first time, and reactivate Charlie. You mean covers, Lydia said. In addition, the Unity will wipe out their student debts, Danielle added. Thank you, Lydia said. She paused. So, then, what do we do with them now? Tag and release, Danielle said. Back to their rooms? Lydia asked. I was thinking of something a little more, entertaining, Danielle replied. All of them back in Charlie's room. Won't they think something is weird about that? They've been gone for how many days, again? They had a longer weekend than they thought, Danielle said. So they missed a few days of lectures. They'll catch up and study. But they're going to wonder what happened to them, Lydia said. Not with the memories we're going to give them, Danielle replied. Anita and Rose are completing their processing, and we're ready to send them all back, with some fun triggers. Danielle smiled. Charlie included. Where is she right now? She should be on her way up from the spiral room, Danielle said. Benson knows what to do. Dash. So, Michaela, Charlie said, as they waited for the elevator car. Call me Mike, Benson said. Okay, Mike, can I ask something really stupid? 
Go ahead, Mike replied. What did I, we, just do, back there, with those people? Mike peered back along the corridor leading to the spiral room. We hypnotized, and then sedated, a load of clients, she said. Yeah, and that's the thing, Charlie said. Why do I not feel strange about it? What did I just do with those people? I mean, they were naked, and hypnotized, and then we gassed them to sleep. She watched as pairs of white uniformed orderlies came up the spiraling perimeter ramp of the spiral room, pushing six hospital trolleys bearing the aforementioned unconscious clients. Yes, Mike said. And this is normal? Charlie said, frowning. Michaela Benson smiled. For me, yes. For the unity, yes. She looked at Charlie. For you, too, in time. No. Way. Yes way, Michaela said, quickly following it up with a blank trigger. Charlie's face slackened. Her eyes went blank. She lurched forwards. Mike caught her and held her, rocking Charlie's head gently to induce vertigo and deepen the sudden trance. There, she muttered to Charlie. You are safe as houses with me, and you're really doing great, and in a moment you're going to come with me into the elevator and we'll take you home, and when you wake up in the morning, you'll enjoy the company of Anita and Rose more than ever because you'll experience a really hot surge of oxytocin each time you see their face, each time they touch you, each time they call your name. And can you do that? Yes, Charlie said. Would you like this instruction? My oxytocin already surges when I see Anita and Rose, murmured Charlie. Add a dash of phenylethylamine as well, next time, then, Mike said. Would you like that? Charlie smiled. Yes, she half whispered. Good, Mike said. Let's get in the elevator. I'll take you to Danielle, and we'll debrief you and send you home. You've done really well. You will be rewarded. Would you like that? Yes, Charlie replied, her voice distant. Dash. So what happened next? Charlie opened her eyes. They felt heavy. Her head was pounding. She was naked, and lying in bed in her student dorm room. Did someone say something? She muttered, her mouth feeling dusty. Rosa's face came into view. Like Charlie, she was naked. Charlie felt an odd, powerful emotion that made her heart pound in her chest. Wow, you are hot, Charlie said, turning to try and get out of bed. She heard a groan beside her. Slowly, she turned back around. Anita was asleep beside her. If I peek under the sheets, would I see a naked woman? Charlie asked. Can't hurt to look, Rose replied. Charlie lifted the sheet and dropped it hurriedly. Yep, she said to Rose, she's also Starkers. Rose grinned. The last few nights must have been wild, she said. I don't remember downing so many shots in my life. Me neither, Charlie said. She groaned as she got up. Rose assisted her. At her gentle touch, Charlie felt an odd, hot pounding in her chest. She wrestled with a compulsion to brush her naked body up against Rose's dark, smooth, hot, skin, caressing her belly and breasts with her cool hands. What happened? It was Anita, opening her eyes. I feel like shit. What did we have to drink last night? Both Charlie and Rose felt an unaccustomed surge of desire for the cute redhead lying in Charlie's bed. Charlie glanced at Rose again, and both regretted it because the hot surges of desire seemed to increase with every glance. I must be by, Charlie whispered, noting how close she was physically to Rose, and how hot Rose's body felt in her encircling arm. I swear, 
I normally date just guys, but damn. I know, Rose said, brushing a stray strand of her hair from her face. I feel the same. Anita pulled the bedsheets aside, revealing her naked body. Charlie's breath caught in her throat. She and Rose climbed onto the bed, drawn by some compulsion to get physically as close as possible to one another. So what did happen next? Rose suddenly asked. With what? Charlie replied. With who, Rose said. Dan and Lauren. Chapter 3. I can't get into your laptop to check. Charlie got up, grabbing the others by the hand to haul them both off the bed, and dragged them across the room to the computer screen. The lock screen lit up, patiently awaiting Charlie's pin, WHCH she typed in. The screen cleared. Charlie called up Chrome, and the bookmarked blog post. Rose slid her arm about Charlie, and Anita pressed her naked body up against hers. Charlie felt their breathing, the movements of their chests against her, and her face and neck flushed with arousal. If you remember, Charlie said, Den just found Mr. Tanaka and Lauren standing together in the back room of Tanaka's house, naked. Lauren was hypnotized, by Tanaka. And Tanaka asked how long Den had been sleeping with his wife. I remember, Rose said. It made me hot reading that. Here, Charlie said, scrolling down the screen. This happens next.